Hi, I'm Ricky, and this is my darling friend, Elaine. Hey, Ricky. Thanks for letting me join you today. Oh, my God. Today, we're going to talk about starting your family when you're in your 30s. Hashtag 30s the new 20, right? Here we are. <laughs> so, Laner. Yes. We want to get two things out of the way. All right. One of them, listener, Elaine, is Nina's mom. Nina, the listeners know as my sister. So technically, <laughs> Elaine's my mom. I am. I really am your mom. So <laughs> remember that during this interview, okay? Oh, oh shit. Okay. Um, and the other thing is, right before we jumped on to this session, this recording session, I had um, an alert from page six saying that Larsa and Marcus broke up. I saw it. I saw it this morning. And then, of course, Zach Peter confirmed it. So once he confirms it, you know, it's true. I totally. Like, yep. How? Unfollow why? every photo taken off. I know. Like obsessed with each other. Well, at least she was obsessed. Well, with him. she was obsessed with him. And I think, of course, I watch Miami every week. Right. As in yeah. Same, same, same. So they're also a few months behind. Right. So the last episode they are. She throws a party for him if he's gone for five minutes. I think there's a lot of insecurity on her end, to be honest. Mm -hmm. Right. And I think it's maybe, I don't know, maybe it's a lot. I'm not sure. And who knows yeah. if he did something or not. But all of a sudden. Oh, I wonder. Yeah. So I, I am watching Traders, which is yeah. a game show. Are you yeah. familiar? I am familiar. Yeah. I'm obsessed with this show, first of all. Are you? I'm about to pay $35 plus $40 in shipping to get the Traders board game from you know? BBC. <laughs> Back to Larsa for a second. You know, I think. Yeah. And who knows? I mean, obviously, there's the age thing, but really, who cares about that? Except mm -hmm. who knows if that was an issue, you know, mm -hmm. all sorts of rumors going around about other stuff. And who knows? Yeah. Who even wants to put that out there? Yeah. Before. But I just I, I mentioned Larsa and Marcus because they are I mentioned traders because Larsa and Marcus were on traders. Oh, they were? Yes, Marcus got voted. I mean, spoiler alert, listener. Yeah, Marcus got <laughs> voted off early, but it was because he was figuring stuff out, and so oh. they they not voted off the traitors, like the bad yeah. people that like kill people. Yeah, like air quotes kill. Yeah, they killed him because he was just too smart. Oh, and he like, was figuring shit out by like episode two, and they wow. were like, oh, "You need to leave." Yeah, <laughs> you're gonna win this, so you need to leave. Oh my god, that's funny. Yeah, I know. Back to the topic, you yes. guys. So Elaine is nina's mom nina on her episode elaine that i haven't aired nina's episode okay, yet but it'll air before this one yeah. <laughs> you're like is what <laughs> um so on nina's episode nina said that she was 31 and so um elaine is her mom and so you can just do math as at your leisure but elaine started having kids when she was 30 and no i have her no nope. no 34 that's crazy because you look like you're 41 years old right now if only <laughs> without the Girl. fillers right <laughs> i know with yeah. fillers um a very natural 41 yeah, yeah. so a lot of me a lot of a lot of us a lot of the listeners a lot of yeah. my friends a lot of my people that i know a lot of people celebrities even yeah everyone's having kids in their 30s yes and so it's not a thing like we don't know a lot of people that had kids older except for in my husband's family and yes. on both sides of my family yep. you have the, the the accident the yes 
the grandma was 40 and she got pregnant when she was 40 <laughs> and that's how I have an aunt Debbie and that's how I have a Nana. Right. So that's, that's so funny. Yeah. Those are, and then the, with my husband, you know, this man married this woman, they had three kids separately and then yeah. they were pretty bunched and then they had, um, they had my husband. Wow. And so, um, he obviously had like three sets of parents and the same thing yeah. with my aunt. So I know that story and that story is kind of familiar to me at least, but what everybody's doing right now, what I'm looking forward to doing, what Nina's doing, like yeah. having kids in our thirties right. after we're established or maybe not yeah. Um, after we've like lived and YOLO'd and party yeah. Yeah. or not, you know what I mean? Yeah, and yeah. so I just like, what, let's go back. Okay. We graduated high school. Right. In Massachusetts, in Western Mass. Yep, exactly. And then what happened? So after high school, yep, I went to college in Massachusetts Mm -hmm. still. Mm -hmm. Um, And then, so I was 22 when I graduated and moved Mm -hmm. that summer to Boston with a couple of friends. What did you go to college for? Sorry to interrupt, but what did you go to college for? Well, I went, (laughs) what I went for and what I met you know, majored in and what I really wanted to do were all three different answers. So I guess Mm -hmm. um, I majored, this is back, don't forget, like in the eighties, right? So it was Mm -hmm. smart to major in economics and so that was even as economics, finance, you know, Oh, okay. 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 World economy, you know, local economy, all that stuff. I don't think you want to be a finance bro. No, I didn't at all. I was a ballet dancer. Right. Right. What I really wanted to do was dance, but also at some point, um, and I danced in college and did the performing arts thing and all that stuff, but mm-hmm. I was never going to be good enough to be truly a professional. Um, mm-hmm. So long story short, had I been smart enough at that time or maybe courageous enough, mm-hmm. I would have said, you know what, let me look at the back of the house. Let me go to New York and work on, you know, be back of the house for New York City Ballet or American Ballet yeah. or something like that and use those skills and what I know sort of on the business and marketing side to do that at that Mm -hmm. time but it was too dance was too emotional for me so I couldn't picture myself Mm -hmm. not dancing and doing other stuff for it so anyway there was my major and then there was what I really loved to do and I was also Mm -hmm. I loved English literature so I minored in that um but you know what do you do with that unless you're going to teach I wasn't going to teach so anyway Elaine the romantic I (laughs) I always struggle with yeah two sides of me so anyway got out of college um in 1980 and uh, moved to Boston with two friends Got a job underwriting life insurance at John Hancock in the big tower in Boston, which sounds thrilling, what? right? And it certainly was not. But it paid for the apartment <laughs> that I had. I got the apartment. Snooze before fest. I, had <laughs> I had my apartment with my friends before I had a job. So my mother's like, you know what? You better like figure this out quickly, right? Yeah. So I met my future husband, Nina's dad. Mm-hmm. Um, Len. Lenny. Lenny. The first day mm-hmm. of work in the summer of 1980. <gasps> he also came to Hancock. He was a Boston guy, right? He went uh-huh. to Boston College. Um, and so we met there. We were both dating. I had been in a three-year relationship during college with this other guy. I was really ready to break up with him and Move whatever. And so we both had sort of other things going on and kind of one by one got rid of those and ended up. Yeah. Together. yeah. So anyway, so that was, we were 22, but I think the uh-huh. important part of it is that actually we got married when we were 25. Oh, and, okay. Yes. That's like right away almost. Yeah. Which is interesting for the listener out there. We've been <laughs> divorced for about 13 years, but at the time <laughs> in love Spoiler and having alert. fun and doing the whole thing, I would say now, I mean, I think we had really genuine love for each other but neither of us for some similar reasons and some different reasons we're probably not ready to get married we weren't ready to get married at all 
Uh I needed, you know, I was coming out of a really difficult, you know, home life situation Uh with my parents growing up. And I think I just needed to, you know, understand my strength and who I was, you know, Uh Uh, life lessons. Yep. And I think Lenny certainly needed to do his stuff for a longer time. So I think getting married at 25 was, um, you know, too early for us. Do you think that that's just what people did back then? You had to be married at a certain time. And so that Um, had an influence. You know what? I think that was changing. I mean, it's even obviously less so of an issue now, but I think Mm -hmm. we didn't have to, you know, I think Mm -hmm. we wanted to. And like I said, on some levels, it was, you know, all about that. But neither of us were, I, I, I think having the time to your point, you know, regardless of whether it's kids or marriage or whatever, to really, I mean, your twenties to really develop, to really understand who you are, to mm-hmm. really start getting a sense of, I mean, twenties are brutal, right? Thirties get better, but I think just understanding who you are, who you want to be, mm-hmm. knowing your own strengths before you kind of totally hit your wagon to somebody else. Right. And right. try to figure it out together when you're both still young and trying to figure out, I, yeah. I, you know, there's something about growing up with somebody but at the same time, there's something about growing by yourself. Totally. And knowing who you are. Knowing who you, you are. Yeah. Put your shit on someone else. And I don't really think I would say either of us mm-hmm. knew who we really were at that time. You know? Yeah. I also think that's why, to the point of this whole discussion, right? Um, we did not rush into having children. Yeah. You know, we wanted to have children, but it wasn't like, oh my God, I want to be pregnant at 27. I think we both knew we weren't ready. Yeah. You know? Um mm-hmm. So, you know, we, we worked and we had fun and traveled a little bit and, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, so it was eight years really before we decided at the beginning of whatever that year was when I was, had just turned 34 and mm-hmm. literally I got pregnant in five seconds. I went off the pill and I was pregnant with Nina in two minutes. Typical oh, so Nina, like Nina right got away. your genes. <laughs> Nina got your yeah, fertility totally. genes. Yeah. So um, she blinked and said, I want to be pregnant. And then poof, there I was. Yes. So she was born when I was 34. So we traveled, which is always life goals. Where did you guys travel to? Well, at that time, you know, I mean, we traveled and we skied and we, Mm -hmm. you know, did things like that, but we didn't travel far and wide. I mean, we went to like Europe years later. Actually, I'm sorry. No, you know what? We did that before Nina was born. I'm sorry. We did do an Italy and Germany trip. We had friends who were living over there. So we did a great trip. That's right. I'm sorry. That was before Nina was born. And we would take ski trips and stuff like that. But we didn't do, wanted to do more. It's also a money thing, right? I mean, yeah. it's also, you you know, what you want to do, maybe what you can do. So yeah, there's the, always the broke way of traveling Yeah, and being on the struggle bus. And yeah. then there's the established, I work in the John Hancock building and I've saved some coins. Yes. I don't know that we were the best savers in the world in that time. <laughs> <laughs> but sure. So we did some and, you know, certainly wanted to do more. And, you know, we, we did more when you know, we had our kids and whatever, but when we decided to go for it, it happened. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Did you stay doing underwriting for a long time? No, you know what? I left that. So that was about three or four years. And then I got into, um, I managed a couple of clothing stores and mm-hmm. did a couple of, did it some retail management stuff. And then actually in like 1987, which is four years before Nina was born, mm-hmm. I started working for Boston University. They had a, a huge, great, well, still their bookstore in Kenmore Square, right? Yeah. They also now had it's a retail. Uh, yeah. run by a third party. Yeah. It was called 660 Corporation, which at the time was kind of the retail arm of Boston University. So anyway, but they had a first floor that was all clothing Mm -hmm. and cool merchandise. And, you know, they had pretty Mm -hmm. good market there because a lot of those BU students could buy that stuff. Right. So I ran the whole kind of retail division there. 
Mm-hmm. And then I was offered, yeah, it was great. And then I was offered while I was there to start working in the human resources department to actually start staffing because this company mm-hmm. that was part of BU owned about 13 or so bookstores and convenience stores. Right. So they needed everyone from VPs of marketing down to, you know, people who were stocking the, you know, stocking the shelves. Yeah. So I had a great opportunity to learn about recruiting um, mm-hmm. and all of that. So, and what's important about that is, and then I, I was pregnant with Nina and I left that when I had Nina uh-huh. in 91. I left that job for about mm-hmm. 18 months. But during that time, it's sort of a fun career thing too. Um, mm-hmm. We started working with an ad agency and uh-huh. I loved that side of the business. And yeah. Jeff Taylor, who I was working with at the time from mm-hmm. the ad agency is the guy who ended up developing, mm-hmm. launching Monster, you know, the huge <gasps> global, right. Yeah, the yeah. Purple M. Right. So I got to know him. We worked really well together and I was his client, whatever. I left, had Nina and about when she was about 18 months old, I said, I want to go to back just a couple days a week on the advertising side. I'd love to learn it. Right. And Lenny was just like, great. If you can, if, cause I really took a huge dip in salary too, right? I mean, but just to figure it out, see if I really wanted it. So ended up being able to work for Jeff part-time. Um, and at Monster? At Mon- well, yes, I was the, f- I was the first, there were eight of us that launched a monster and I was one of them. I that was the advertising manager. Meet a mosquito. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. I worked for him a little bit at his old ad agency, sort of as the media director, even though I had not earned that title because I didn't know what I was doing, <laughs> but, um, imposter syndrome. Yeah. I mean, but he brought me in and he's like, you learn the ropes. I'm going to give you the title and you learn the ropes. And I was still doing part-time a couple days a week. And then he took about seven or eight of us from that agency to launch monster. So that's how I really yeah. got into the whole <laughs> advertising thing, which was so great. Yeah. But that's so cool. Yeah. But that was, you know, I was at that point, 35, almost 36. Nina was almost two years old and you start the juggling act of, you know, yeah. childcare and which is so expensive and how do you mm-hmm. do it and not be away all the time? And how do you, mm-hmm. you want to grow a career? I mean, all that stuff, right. And everyone's different in how that works. So how did that work for you? Um, so it worked. I mean, every, I really thought, think about it, you know, every year was different in terms of how it evolved. I mean, when I first started, it was literally Tuesday and Thursday, mm-hmm. making just enough money to pay. I found this great girl at BU that I knew who was wonderful and adored. Mm-hmm. You know, Nina was of course the charming baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I would come home. The charming baby that she is today. Yeah, I would come home every time she's like, oh my God, Elaine, you can't believe what she did today. She you know, bit her own toe. She's so brilliant. You know? <laughs> oh my God. Just like, really yeah. Cute. Yeah. Um, so anyway, so I was able to do that. And then, um, when Nina was almost four, Lenny got an opportunity in Naples, Florida and his parents, they had been down there for a few years. His mom had passed away, unfortunately, and very unexpectedly, but his dad was still down there. So anyway, we said, Hey, why not? Let's, you know, fun, change it up. It was a great opportunity for him in the banking thing. Mm-hmm. And I was able to work remotely, actually, mm-hmm. for a while until it grew to, I know. Oh, my God. Remote I know. Before, remote was the word. It was, I know. So did that. Nina was in this cute little pre-K private school in Naples, Florida, which was run uh-huh. by a woman from New England. So it felt very like home. Oh, yeah. 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 So I did that, uh, which was great. And then mm-hmm. it was becoming too big. And so my, my boss at monster was like, who ended up becoming my advertising partner later. But she said, if you can tell me you're coming back in six months, we can keep doing this. But if you're not coming back, I, I need 110% right now. Cause we were, we went right. from eight people to about 1500 people in a year and a half. It was crazy. Oh wow! I said, I can't promise you that, you know? So mm-hmm. anyway, I had to leave. And at that time I also got pregnant with Mia mm-hmm. in 1997. And at that time I was 39. 
And so just to paint a picture. Yeah. So you are a very social lady, I know. Mm-hmm. And so I don't even know if you have siblings because I have like an older brother. Daughter. I have one an older brother. Yeah. So do you have nieces and nephews that are preteens? Do you have friends that have kids that are like 10 years old already? Like what's the That's social circle? Yeah. So the social circle at that time, actually with Nina, I did. I had a few friends who had children about the same age. They may have had one older, right? Like oh. there would be a three-year-old and then there'd be a you know Mm -hmm. neat version right so I did have I did have friends with similar ages which was really nice that's so cool you had a whole little pioneer I did pioneeringmonster.com pioneering working from home pioneering having kids in your 30s yeah yeah it was great I mean it's so no matter whether you're having kids at 22 or 32 or whatever Mm -hmm. some sort of posse to be able to connect with right yeah, that's the best. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, you have play dates and the moms, if it's close enough to five o'clock, you might pour a glass of wine. Play one more hour, kids. <laughs> yeah, right. No, but yeah. So it was great to have those friendships and that support, you know, system. And then that's um, awesome. Yeah. And then so when Nina was six. Right. Uh, Mia was born in 1998 when uh-huh. we were in Florida. And we had met people down there through Mia's, you know, through Nina's school, which was great. I'm trying to think if anyone actually had babies at that time. Mm-hmm. maybe one friend had sort of a Mia age, you know, an infant or yeah. whatever. So yeah, so she was born in 98 when I was 40 years old. Wow. Yep. Was, There's hope for me, guys. I was barefoot and pregnant in Florida, but it was great. I was the yeah. healthiest ever. Oh my God. We had a swim, oh, a swim sure. every day. I was biking. I was like... <laughs> I fun. love that you mentioned Florida because yeah. Nina also meant very briefly yeah. mentioned Florida yeah. on her episode. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she was there from four till seven, basically. Yeah. So cute. Yeah. I also, I vaguely remember sitting on the beach at Hampton beach yeah. with Nina and my cousin, Jonathan and my parents and Nina telling us about how she lived in Florida Oh, that's so funny. And about like working in a restaurant or something and how like Lenny listens to Spanish music and that's how she knows all the same songs as my dad knows. Yeah. yeah. So cute. I love that. Although I would just say, I think Uh I listen to more Spanish music than Lenny did. (laughs) I'm going to take a little bit of credit for that. But Nina introduced introduced me to a ton of it. So she gets all the credit for that. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. So yeah, so I was 34 and 40 when I had kids. That's so cool. I so I think this is an important topic because yeah. it's it's fun just because so many of us are doing the same thing. Yeah, sure. Um, but also like I'm trying to think of like the people who like have kids that are like a little bit older now. They had kids, you know, early 30s. Yes. They all have friends that are doing the same thing. So like yeah. I have cousins and they're actually like my third and fourth cousins. Yeah. They are all having kids together and we're all around the same age. Wow. Like they're a little bit younger than me. Yeah. And they're all having kids like multiples, like having really, yeah. all these kids and they're all around the same age and they're all best friends. And it's so funny because that's how we grew up. Yeah. We're all like every six months there was a birthday when we all turned 21. Are you kidding? Oh, my God. Every six months I we're going that. to the club because yeah. it was somebody else's birthday. And that's so fantastic. the new generation, at least in my family, yeah. um, is doing the same thing. And I just think that that's so cute. I love that. Yeah. What was it like? Like the kids are going to school. Yeah. You're involved-ish with school. Yeah. Are all the parents younger than you? And is it weird? So um, involved in school-ish, yep, because I was also working full-time. Right. That became even more important as kind of the years went on and, you know, yeah. things were ch- changing. Yeah, I was working more, but I was also, you know, lots of leaving at 2.30 to pick up Mia. Yeah. Oh, making dinner. And then when they went to bed, back on mm-hmm. the working, right? So it's yeah. all that juggling to kind of make that happen. But I didn't want yeah. coming home. Working mom. Especially working with an ad agency. 
I mean, and we, myself and two other partners started an ad agency in 2000 and we got acquired in 2008, but yeah, so we had our own gig going for a while and running a business and having running a business. But the the woman who sort of launched that was a woman that I worked with at at Monster. And anyway, she divorced and she had two kids and she was very much about that balance, thankfully. Mm -hmm. So it was like, you had a, a cliff notes. Cliff notes. And she was, I mean, hey, look, we had to do what we had to do for our clients, but it was never, you know, I mean, family came first and that was, I was lucky to have that because not everyone has that, you know? Um, yeah. I mean, we all watch Mad Men. Yeah. And right. family was not first. No. And you, I mean, I had to keep fighting for it in sort of certain situations as time went on, but that's, that's just work. But to your point, yes, a lot of the mothers were younger for sure. So how did it affect me? I mean, yeah, I was involved in school as much as I could be. Uh-huh. And there were the mothers who were, you know, there every day and, right. you know, made all the brownies all the time. It's like, well, I'm never going to be that person, but get that's a life. okay. But get a life. <laughs> alone. It's okay. <laughs> you don't make every brownie every time. Okay. But, um, yeah. Is it weird that they were all younger or you guys Sometimes. didn't interact that much? Well, so it didn't matter. you know what? I mean, most of my really good friends are younger than me. Okay. Some by 10 or 12 years. Okay. Some by maybe five, you know, not huge. Mm-hmm. I don't really, I don't, well, actually, I don't know if I don't feel it now. I think the difference now is too, I mean, I'm enough older than them and most of them are still married. I mean, mm-hmm. there've been some divorces and things like that, but yeah, yeah. Of, a, of a different life. Right. So right. I noticed that more than the kid thing now, but yes, mm-hmm. I would say for sure that I don't, I'm trying to think if I felt negatively about it, I didn't feel negatively about it. And like I said, I made some really good friends. Well, it sounds like you are blessed with a lot of confidence because you were doing so many things as a woman in 1980 and 1990, which people are still on the struggle bus to do that shit now. Nowadays, sometimes it feels like there's only a woman in charge because there's a quota to meet. Yeah, absolutely. And we love that she's in charge and we're not trying to discount anything. And she obviously made it for people to get her name, but Sometimes when you look at leaders and businesses, you're like, okay, sure. Yeah. Yep. You have all these old white guys and the one yes. black younger absolutely um, manager. And it's just, it's giving quota. Yeah, I, I totally agree. And I think that working with, I mean, and, and as I got being in the advertising business and most of the ad agency people that I worked with, other than to your point, upper management, mm-hmm. the people who were, you know, account execs and things like that, these great, I mean, they were, you know, sometimes 20 years younger than me. So yeah. I was now 43 back in Boston, right? Working mm-hmm. in the advertising industry, which which was mm-hmm. fine. But a lot of the people either working for me or with me were 25 Children. or 26, <laughs> right? And they were going Crazy. out all Right. Their life was totally different. Right. So, and as it should be at that time. I mean, it wasn't, yeah. it wasn't a problem, but the distance between that was so interesting to me. Yeah. You know, and I didn't really have that in that industry when I was that age. I was, older, yeah. you know, also, I think the difference was some of my friends worked and had careers and others were, you know, either fortunate enough or whatever to not have to work. Right. That's a different lifestyle too. Right. Totally. So that's a different thing. So maybe younger, maybe more financially at a higher situation that uh-huh. makes everything a little bit easier. So, mm-hmm. and you kind of find, you know, you kind of find the people that you can do your things with, right? Everyone does. And Birds so, of a feather. Yeah. And so, you know, some of those friends that I had were certainly, you know, I wasn't always as available as some of those as some of those other people were. 
mm-hmm. be able to go and do, right? Because of, yeah. I was working full time and doing all this other stuff. So I don't know if that's an age, th- partly uh-huh. an age thing, maybe with some of the younger ones and also partly yeah. lifestyle and, and finances and whatever, right? All those yeah, things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we all have that no matter how old we are. So I mentioned um, that you were blessed with confidence and that yeah. you were you were a boss, babe. I will say though, just for the listener again, I look back now and when I, when I talk about it, it's like, oh, wow. But I was not blessed with confidence, to be honest with you. Well, you made something out of something. I know, I know, I did. And that, and I, and now when I look back, I say, Elaine, you know, why did, why didn't I give myself more of a pass back then? Why wasn't I better to myself back then? Well, I talk about it all the time about myself. Imposter syndrome is a mother effer. It is. You know what I mean? And you'd be like, and you know, and you'd be surprised, right? How many people have it that you think would never have it. And some people would say that about me. I can't believe it. It's like, yeah, well, it's true. I have friends who are like wildly successful and it's like, you know, I can't believe I'm still doing this. (laughs) They haven't figured me out yet. Right. Even though they're so (laughs) successful. Yeah, it's a real thing. Yeah, it's totally a thing. Painful. But um, I'm going to go ahead and tell the listener and and all the people that you did a wonderful job being a woman, a beautiful smoking hot smoke show. Oh, my God. Woman in the 80s and 90s. Oh, my God. um, Doing all kinds of mad men shit. (laughs) We love you. Oh my god! We love this for you. You yeah. weren't sleeping your way to the top. Like I was not. No. <laughs> Maybe I should. You have. were I barely sleeping. Sure. Right. You were barely sleeping because you had barely sleeping. Kids. Yeah, barely sleeping. Yeah. <laughs> you had little wild Nina. And so, with yourself maturing and yep. aging and gaining so much success, yeah, like having these—I mean, they're four years apart. Yeah. Having these teenagers, or having Nina point. a teenager and yeah. me as a tween, but maybe yeah. she wants to do the things that Nina's doing yeah. or whatever the case was. What was that like? Was it just like, these girls are going to run me ragged or like, no. All of that. I mean, they were actually six years apart. Oh. So, yeah. The I math mean, was not mathing. Yeah, it's okay. So Nina, you know, when Mia was 12 and Nina, Nina was gone at 18, right? To, right. to college. So, yeah. So there was that big that big divide but it kind of went from you know Mia being the cute little annoying little sister when her, Mia, Nina's friends would come over right and right she would love to annoy them and do but the very thing. very hilarious annoying little sister hilarious right yeah she did all that um, uh-huh. and you know and then sort of them living their own lives because they were so different in age but right I mean always close and they had their I mean they had battles like every sisters do but they've gotten over time right as as things as they get older you know they're really close I love how really close they are yeah I do too but it is like about like what was what was it like in the house especially when you think about Mia at 12 and Nina just about to graduate from high school you know it was also the same time that we were getting separated right right I didn't I was thinking that but I didn't know if it was part of the story yeah no but it was because that also that's stress for everyone for all of us right right? and so Mm -hmm. trying to manage that and trying to make sure Mia's okay as a 13 year old in middle school and mm-hmm. being okay going off to college and right you know at the same time my mom got sick so she moved in with me for mm-hmm. she passed away and I'm glad that we were able to do that but and working full-time and making sure that you know right still being a boss bitch yeah so um <laughs> not to not like kudos to me I don't mean it that way but to your point it was no like still kudos happened. to you 
know, a lot happening, right? So I think that age difference and my age being older, I don't know, maybe I always thought that sometimes things came later to me. Uh-huh. So maybe that was the same. I mean, now, you know, I'm 66. I have a four month old granddaughter who's just the mush bag, cutest thing in my life. The literal cutest thing yeah. in everyone's life. I know she's just, and I want to, you know, I mean, at this point, I mean, I'm healthy and well, so I'm not being like, oh my God, but it's like, I want to be here for, you know, obviously Mia's wedding and Mia's grandkids and yeah, maybe a Pia number two or whatever it is. And it's like, yeah. So that's the hard part. That's a little bit later. It's not as though if I had my kids at 25 and you know, my husband and I are in our mid fifties and financially Empty great. Nesting. Yeah. I mean, and now we do like, you know, whatever the next thing is. So it, it's not like that at all, but I also kind of feel blessed that I've had to kind of dig in and do it because it yeah. makes me healthier. And I know that I'm independent. I know that I can take care of myself and help my kids and, and do the best I can do with it. So I'm actually thankful that experience has done a lot for me. Yeah, that's wonderful. Yeah. I love that. That's such a good story, Elaine. Oh, thank yeah. you. You might you might just be like, oh, it's just my life. It's just like the stuff that happens. Yeah. But to me, knowing more details about yes. your background and your yeah. life is yeah. fantastic. I knew that you were successful in advertising, but yeah. I didn't know that you were just bossing it up, girlfriend. <laughs> And so that's a lovely part of the story. And that's super yep. inspiring just for people who want to make it in a man's world because yep. it's 2024, but this shit's still a man's world. But also who people who want to make it and also have a family. Yes. And maybe they want to spend a couple of years in Florida. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> we don't know how right. closely these people what that are like. to yeah. follow your life. Yeah. Thank you for joining me. Of course. I'm so happy to. Thank you for asking me. When I asked you where you were like, bitch, for what? I was like, yeah. Are you gonna? I'm like, are you gonna send me questions in advance? What am I gonna be talking about? <laughs> oh, I would literally never do that. Be warned, anyone listening to the show who I ask, I will never. I even told Nina, I was like, don't tell her I'm gonna ask her because I don't want her to be anxious about it until I ask and then be anxious oh, about it. I, you know what? Listen, speaking of you know, boss bitch and badass and all of that, uh-huh. I mean, look what you're doing right now. You're working. Um, you are married. You are helping raise a beautiful Ryan, life. Yep. Yeah. Uh-huh. And you know what? And also you're just on the side, by the way, doing a podcast that's getting, you know, some traction. So it really is. So how about you? Let's let's talk about that for a second. I mean, it's fine. <laughs> So I'm still, and this has been a theme for the last, uh, with this episode included three episodes. I don't understand that I'm 35 years old. Yeah, I don't like that. That math ain't math and babe, (laughs) (laughs) because like, I do think that I'm successful. I think that when I worked at retail job for almost 10 years, I think that I was very successful there. Yes. And I was able to buy a house and all this stuff. That's huge though. Don't crush. I mean, that's huge. Are you kidding me? Yeah. And so my husband. So when I said this to my husband about like, I don't like, what have I done at 35? Like, yeah. I like people are successful at 35. Like we have this mentality, 35 year olds, millennials yeah. in general, we're children. Yeah. We don't, why are you putting us in charge? I know. Stuff? I know. What are you doing? I've heard that before, by the way. So yeah. Yeah. I'm, yeah. Are you sure? That's so funny. And so I have this in my head, like I'm a young person, but yeah. then I meet actual young people like my kids. Yeah. And Vinny's, um, Vinny and Becky's kid, like, yeah. I'm like, wait, I'm actually like the weird fucking old lady who thinks yeah. she's cute. <laughs> I'm like the weird one. Like, I remember the first time I met Vinny, like me and my husband, not that we were trying to be woke, but like, I know woke things and I know what the kids are doing and saying. And I'm so, so I remember sounding like that, right? Because it's like, I'm like, no, I, you know what? 
Like I think <laughs> no stuff, but I don't want to say like <laughs> I don't right. We're so, lady. <laughs> I said to little Vinny, "Do you have a girlfriend?" And he was like, "No." And I was like, "Oh, do you have a boyfriend?" <laughs> do you have a friend and then he was like no and then my husband when he met him for the first time he said hey man what's your pronouns <laughs> oh and i was like first of all this is the child of Vinny. like that's not his vibe like he's very blue collar yeah and here we are asking his child what are your pronouns and i was like i love that like am i trying to make fetch hat like i'm trying i'm just I'm a cool mom. You guys keep me so young, like in Mean Girls. Well, you are cool and you're successful and you rock and you're smart. So oh and your hair is fabulous right now. So let's just throw that in for the audience. Ugh, guys, I straightened my hair this morning. Your hair is so great. Thank you, Elaine. You didn't have to say all that stuff, but thanks no, for letting I, the people know. It's true. I mean it. <laughs> let's go. Let's go have some dinner. I wish. I know. You're coming over soon, by the way. So let's just, you don't have to edit, put that in the show. <laughs> I'm totally going to. Guys, thank you for listening. Please share our podcast with your friends because if you like us, then probably your friends will too. If you're looking to follow me on Instagram, my name is at Cold Heart Covered in Gold. If you're looking for Becky, who will be back soon, is at Becky underscore B-E. Please follow us on Apple Music, Spotify, Google Music, which is soon to be YouTube Music. I don't know. iHeartRadio and Amazon Podcasts. Thanks. Bye.